Hello everyone. I'm your host Khushi Verma and welcome to my podcast. Today we have Akansha Yadav as our guest who is educationist and has previously worked with social sector to create an impact in our society. She is on a mission to provide education and mentorship to every children who is not privileged enough to get. So welcome to the show Akansha. Thank you so much Kishan, for inviting me. I'm looking forward to the conversation and pretty excited. <laughs> okay, so uh, what made you like what inspired you to start teach, take teaching as a career? Since I was in 10th class, uh, I always look forward to teaching as a career. It was always on the top priority of my list. I heard about this course which is bachelor's in elementary education being offered in University of Delhi. I was very looking forward to the course and I applied for it and somehow the universe helped me to get uh, admission into it and not just admission I got admission into one of the greatest I I term it as greatest I always use uh, greatest adjective for my college which is Garki. Yeah, it is it is <laughs> I got admission into Garki college that was another cherry on the cake so uh, i pursued that uh, four year integrated teaching course i believe uh, when i entered the course major maybe the intensity of the intent was not very much but with the experiences i got in bled uh, which was my graduation degree it is very experiential and very practical in those terms uh, you get a lot of experience it's not just about theory and learning and just giving test and getting passed into it you have to reflect a lot critically you have to okay. understand that how the sector is looking for a mm-hmm. teacher actually so uh, with my years in kargi and with my years in pled as a student mm-hmm. my intensity for uh, change and my passion for being in the education sector increased i okay. i believe that uh, BLED is one course which doesn't just make you a teacher it mm-hmm. makes you a good human i believe uh, i don't know if i am a good human or not <laughs> but i do believe that all of those practicums those courses my subjects were always aimed towards making a good human which would actually make me to run an extra mile to reflect about me as a me as an individual not as a teacher always but me as an individual so uh, in bled i i was part of different schools like uh, uh, municipal corporation uh, schools uh, where i used mm-hmm. to teach uh, fourth fifth class they somehow uh, technically because of the maybe stereotype uh, in mm-hmm. mcd schools only the low low income children come people from lower uh, socio economic background come so i started connecting to them a lot in my first year which mm-hmm. was in 2017 uh okay. i taught in this school called uh, sdmc uh, sdmc yeah. school chirag delhi there i connected okay. for the first time with children as a teacher and the atmosphere wow. i got that time was very overwhelming in a very positive mm-hmm. sense i got a lot of okay. care and care which was one way i'm calling it one way because i didn't care for them for in the first mm-hmm. go but the children cared for me like in the one go they were actually showering and expressing all their love and care to me 
was very it was very interesting for me that they are not looking for anything from me they don't want that i reciprocate the same love i am not giving anything to them but for them just me being their teacher it it gave me a lot of amount of care and love i used to see that i am this i am in this class and i am just accompanied by my little soldiers who are always there to help me out that mm-hmm. was a striking moment for me that okay this is what i have to for the next for the rest of my life i felt okay this is what i have to do i have to be mm-hmm. in this space where i can bring change then in 2008 2019 uh, i got connected to this non profit organization called make a difference mm-hmm. and i started teaching science there uh so basically make a difference is a non-profit organization which follows a basic structure where they collaborate with child care institutions when i say child care institutions so these are some shelter homes where children live uh there are different types of children uh i'm using i am using the word type because that's how the government and everybody categorize them into it so there are some children who have committed a crime and uh, mm-hmm. they're living uh, in the shelter home as a balsudhar uh, kendra as a juvenile mm-hmm. center mm-hmm. and there are also children who are from a lower income background because of which their parents cannot afford even their life uh, like mm-hmm. they cannot even help their child to grow or have a basic uh, living condition because of which the child enters into this child care institutions so mm-hmm. there is a child care institution in kanat place named balsayog mm-hmm. I work that uh, I work with that particular shelter home since 2018, and I'm currently working there as well. I volunteer mm-hmm. there. Uh, in my first year at the organization, I used to work as a teacher, which is academic support volunteer. Then I used to teach eighth class science, and there again I experienced the same amount of love and care. Uh, every week, uh, I used to go there in uh, on one of those. uh saturdays and weekends and i used to mm-hmm. teach them i i was allotted a particular set of children and i used to teach them and it was a very warm experience there as well uh, it is a boys shelter home it was uh, so i used to feel that maybe since i am a female mm-hmm. so the boys won't be able to connect with me very well because there is a, some uh, gender I, gap I know, yeah yeah there is a gender gap this is very stereotypical a uh, notion which i am expressing but uh, this is something which i have observed in my past experiences also in my school in a school setting a mm-hmm. male child is very like it takes time for him to get connected to a female teacher comparatively and mm-hmm. a female child gets connected to a female teacher very quickly and very easily yeah this is something which i have observed so i felt that maybe i won't be able to or the children won't be able to connect with me very well but somehow mm-hmm. things again for a uh, fell in place for me and i had a very warm experience that is so remember in 2020 uh, mm-hmm. the lockdown was about to happen, happen. and mm-hmm. uh, lockdown meant that i am no more would be able to see my children again so there were all of this news the colleges were shut down and uh, i was very skeptical uh, that when do i get to see them will i even get to see them first things were very unpredictable that time then yeah. i still remember in the second week of march or third week of march i went to see them it was 19th march i went to the mm-hmm. shelter home to meet the children i wrote them some letters so that mm-hmm. i'll give to each one of them so they also remember me how i felt 
with them while working with them and how and not just working how i experienced that sort of love they gave to me and i wanted them to know that how did i feel with them so i gave mm. them some letters and then uh, we have a particular time uh, like foundation in the shelter home that you have to leave after 5 or 4 so there came a time when i had to part with them and all of us were very unsure because covid was already in news it was yeah, uh, that was the time lockdown was happening at that yes, time exactly itself. and there was a lot of fear and anxiety because mm. nobody knew that what is this virus what is this disease which is coming because everything <laughs> was just shutting down yeah so we were very skeptical and then somehow we were just they came to drop me by the door of the shelter and we were just waving each other bye and somehow there was something in the air and all of us started crying and these are eighth class children who are pretty mature and they have a good hold on their emotions they don't easily cry which yeah. is uh, which is something surprising for me and not also very surprising they they i have never uh, i worked with them for 12 months but i never saw any negative or maybe this heavy emotions out of them uh i've never observed them but that day they started in like crying because mm-hmm. they felt like i might not uh, come back ever again and i also felt that will i get to come back ever again so mm-hmm. this is one story uh which with these small instances of my life i just shared two of them these made mm-hmm. a lot of huge difference for me to actually continue even in the teaching sector but then somehow uh, after i completed my graduation uh mm-hmm. i still continued working with teach for india which is another non-profit organization which works in the field of education in term mm-hmm. and uh, specifically uh at school level and mm-hmm. then there i started working again i had this amazing uh like feeling that this is something i want to do and i felt uh this is something obsessive of me maybe i felt this is something also i'm good at that yeah I and one more one more point yes. i want to add like even i also applied for teach for india uh, classroom experience you know last week i had a visit and i can't tell you how it feels looking at the children studying uh, and they call you bhaiya and didi not not yes. uh, ma'am or anything and it yes. feels like something so attachment and it feels very yes. and you know we It's... can relate with them empathetically is you know uh, positive for you that you were able to build a connect with them not a lot of people are able to build a connect with a child it takes a lot of amount of love care kindness i am i like i feel happy for you that you were able to have that sense of uh, care and love yeah because you know uh, i am very indifferent um, towards kids i don't I like it much <laughs> but still when i i had a visit over there when i saw them learning and grasping things that was completely yeah. like amazing experience yes because you also see a ray, ray of hope you feel like okay you are giving your energy so it is going yeah. into some productive direction then you also get develop exactly. this some motivation that okay things are going right okay we can do this for uh, further thing maybe these mm-hmm. what are you are saying uh, that you got this sense of productivity that yeah. is also a great motivation for you to continue to do something so i think that is also another factor which played a role in my journey okay but in 2021 uh, something uh, a shift happened 
I'm still mm-hmm. there in the uh, teaching sector, but uh, mm-hmm. now I've uh, like realized or maybe this introspection after spending mm-hmm. four years in education, I feel that there's something which could be changed more because mm-hmm. system and the structure is kind of, I am not getting the right word to describe it, but it's a little mm-hmm. problematic, not little, but a lot problematic. So I, this is one thing I felt that uh, being a teacher, of course, there is some change I can bring. There is some yeah. power in my position. But I felt that there's something much more I can do if I have mm-hmm. those, uh, if I have that vision and if I have that idea inside me. So why mm-hmm. not explore something more in the field of education which can affect more to the children, more to the teachers, more to the people who are the major stakeholders in the field of education. So that's mm-hmm. why I continued uh, pursuing education as a domain. And now I'm mm-hmm. uh, entering sixth year of pursuing education. So wow. I'm doing a master's in education from Ambedkar University, Delhi. Mm-hmm. So th- this is another overwhelming experience for me. Say after 2021, I started participating in not just institutions and organizations, which was limited to teaching, but I started mm-hmm. entering into different organizations who were major stakeholders in policy making mm-hmm. in the education system. Yeah. So I worked with Neeti Ayog uh, in the education mm-hmm. division uh, for some time. And then uh, recently I have uh, worked with Delhi Commission for Protection of Child Rights, where mm-hmm. I worked on a basic project. The major project was uh, there is a flagship program which is running under under DC, DCPCR. We call it mm-hmm. DCPCR as an acronym for, for all the audience. When I say DCPCR, <laughs> it is Delhi Commission for Protection of Child Rights. So there I worked at a pilot system, uh, not any more pilot, but a flagship program, which is early warning system, where Mm -hmm. we see why the child is not coming to school. So basically, it is a system which tracks reason for absenteeism for a child. So it runs. So majorly there, my work included why the child is not coming. And there were N number of reasons. And... uh, very uh sometimes i used to i was taken aback because of mm-hmm. the kind of reasons children were not coming to the school a major reason was child labor children were participating in child labor they were employed they were working under some uh some person and because of which they were missing the school so yeah. basically so informal uh, informal sector right yeah informal sectors there was some uh, i don't know how do you define formal so formal maybe might be not affiliated organizations like affiliated it's are uh, with large organization with their yeah. own rules and regulations yeah. and one more thing um we have laws against child labor and stuff but still this is so common in our society mm. because there is a catch with the child labor law that only the child who is below 14 years of age, mm-hmm. they can not work. Or, and they can work if it is not a hazardous uh, work. So a child below 14 years of age can work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just they cannot work into some uh, health risk uh, uh, situations and conditions. So maybe, for instance, a child who is below 14 years of age, he won't mm-hmm. be able, or he or she won't be able to work uh, in a factory so that is against child labor 
but yeah. if it is not uh, if it is a conducive uh, relate in terms of health then he would be mm-hmm. or she would be able to work this is something i know very like if you look at from a social perspective it is a little not little like majorly problematic exactly how the system is running because i think the government is not able to or maybe there is something there is something mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, who is not able to actually support these families of children because of mm-hmm. which now the child has to come into the sector of working and they have to to sustain themselves and their families they have to work so this mm-hmm. is some like short snippet of my journey that how i transition from teaching i'm still mm-hmm. there at teaching but i i'm exploring more so that mm-hmm. i can bring a stronger change change mm-hmm. which can impact uh, which can have a lot of power also i'm very mm-hmm. con- consciously using the word power here because i feel that there is a lot of power the teachers are change makers but there are n number of cases that they are not given power they have yeah. power but there is very limited uh, opportunity given to their power yeah right i feel the uh, children are the future of this country and if they are mentored and guided with proper guidance they will definitely going to be a change maker in the future yes yes definitely i i agree with you that children are a lot of people a lot of politicians a lot of people say that children are the change maker children are the futures yeah. the future of the country but they don't uh, after just saying this quote they don't introspect yeah. yeah they don't introspect on the planning they don't introspect about the opportunities there are some people who are trying but there is something which is pulling them down or making the process a little longer it can be quicker but there is something which is holding them and this something needs to be identified yeah yeah and you know as a teacher you are the star of like you are the focus of everything and you add value to the life of other children because you have gone through that phase how it feels to be a child so yeah i feel teacher is someone uh, if they really love their job they can do incredible work yes absolutely i believe that uh, a teacher needs to always reflect and remember this particular notion that why and intent actually that why did they even choose teaching as a profession why did they enter into this domain Mm-hmm. i there are n number of reasons for people join but i think the topmost aspiration or vision of a teacher should be that they are here to bring change and they are here to uh, make a difference into the lives of children uh, this there is a quote or maybe a summary or share which uh, which i always remember that mm-hmm. i've never like in my school life i've never got to know that what is a good teacher who is a good teacher but after meeting some of the not so good teacher i do know that what kind of teacher i don't want to become so yeah. so art school level i don't know in my experience i have met good teachers as well and somehow teachers who didn't actually make any positive impact in my life but in my i think in my graduation you meet a lot of there is some community which uh, connects because teachers also see you as a mature adult yeah also, in colleges yeah, yeah in college they see you as a mature adult i think mm-hmm. teachers need to 
even in school levels they need to set a vision that how are they seeing their student are they seeing that student as just a unknowledgeable person who is here to take all of the knowledge that teacher has to give is yeah. is the student a follower of teacher or maybe a person who is there to build education together or knowledge together i believe mm-hmm. there's difference which i have observed uh, at school level and uh, in teacher level like college level as well that the teachers in school level see you see you as followers who are there to moral police you like i've been moral policed a number of times in the school so i i am using yeah. this term they who are who are just there to check you and put you in categories right or wrong because they see you as that okay you are there to learn everybody is mm-hmm. everywhere to learn but they are seeing you that you don't have any sense to knowledge they are seeing you that the child doesn't know anything which is a little problematic whereas exactly. when you get into college even mm-hmm. graduation post graduation there the teachers are seeing you as a like an adult who is there to add language like who has who is there to add knowledge any subject yeah yeah it, it like they are building and connecting there are discussions which are going i believe uh, not a lot of like i maybe that might be stereotyping the teachers at school level maybe yeah. but I, that is not the intent uh, there there are also teachers i have met at school level who are very uh, mature and very they have a lot of trust on the child who actually mm-hmm. uh, they see them as an adult or maybe as an individual not even adult maybe as an individual who has something to say and something which might be of value and uh, this is something very uh, like maybe inspiring for me influencing say, yeah we can that, say a great influence on me that okay that's that's how you can approach the child yeah it is a very positive environment i work with children uh, in innovative school as well innovative as in uh, there is a school called prakriti Mm-hmm. uh in noida so there the the child like the classroom environment is very i think progressive and very positive mm-hmm. on the positive from a child's perspective because mm-hmm. there the child even gets to uh say or add value to the class it's not like if the child is uh wants to say something he or she would be hushed or said ignored but there are equal chances given to every child to say something even if it is mm-hmm. something random the teacher might not uh, just ignore it if the teach if the child says something awkward or maybe not connecting to the concept or the class the teacher would acknowledge and say okay that is interesting we'll move mm-hmm. ahead that is i and that is that was something like a learning experience for me and mm-hmm. uh, i took it away with me that even if i am getting something not connecting or not relatable to whatever is happening in my class i op- like approach i adapted this dialogue uh, to my child like to my students i would say that okay that's interesting we would love to know more about it but maybe next time yeah. so that, these are some of the sentences this particular sentence also makes a lot of approach that okay the teacher is looking forward to what i am mm-hmm. what i have to share, uh, share rather than saying okay it doesn't make sense that yeah. is not connect please don't say shut down if teachers actually say sometimes shut up i have observed these teachers that teachers are all hush you they even uh, like scream at you that why did you say this 
but i think maybe introspection would help a teacher and coming to another coming to where i start back to square one the teacher needs to uh, like remember their vision why they are entering into teaching as a profession mm-hmm. i believe uh, making a change bringing a positive change not maybe in a field of education but like there should be of course change in the field of education but the most priority should be you should bring a positive change to the life of a child yeah i totally agree with you yeah and you know um when a child gets an attention from a teacher they obviously crave for crave for it and they also know that someone is there for them to know them because as a child your brain is like a monkey keeps on traveling from one place to another and it's very hard to grab the attention of all the children in a class most of them are abs- mentally absent <laughs> yeah it it's like if something is not happening or as per their interest they would rather yeah. like spend their energies or time in doing something which actually takes their interest maybe they might scribble they maybe they would yeah. look out of the window maybe at the door or maybe yeah. they would just watch the teacher and not really observe or learn <laughs> something yeah. out of it they're just observing it like something interesting maybe what the teacher might be viewing teacher students do actually look all of these little details i like me as a student also look at what my teacher is viewing how the classroom is looking if something which is not happening of my interest in the class i would start looking at the windows and doors i think it's all student life when you don't think that something interesting is happening and uh, i totally agree with your point when you said that you know you pray for some attention and acknowledgement i think it is a certain human behavior yeah you you look for validation you look for acknowledgement yeah. to see that okay am i making sense are people finding mm-hmm. me relatable not even not with an intent that okay, i should be relatable but with mm-hmm. an intent that okay they, this is my people i am connecting with with a sense of connect everybody is looking for a, a sense of connectivity with each other so i yeah. do really agree with you on that point and you know uh, when i was in school i had this one of my friend she was not good in studies okay she used to scribble at the back of the notebook and in the end she turned out to be that she used to make mandala arts oh yeah and now she has her instagram page she uploads her drawings and all Um, it's like she was actually learning in the classroom, but not yeah. what is being taught. But she was self-learning, and she landed yeah. up to something which she finds interesting. That is really yeah. But yeah, everybody has their own way of rele- relieving their stress. True, true. So yeah, and creativity is the best way to just get everything out. Yes. Okay. What is so, your creativity? <laughs> okay, mine. Mine is writing. Oh yeah i like to write so for the audience we have got another fact <laughs> about her house what she yeah. likes yeah okay so other than this what are your other uh, hobbies and interest other than oh, teaching my interest uh, i have a lot of interest not specifically mm-hmm. but uh, till my 8th class i used to dance i used to participate in a lot of uh national state level uh shows and events there was this mm-hmm. one uh, like delhi youth Fa- uh, festival which still happens in kanat place mm-hmm. organized by state government delhi 
is to participate and uh, perform in those events i still like to dance but not very actively i am doing it uh, i'm a self learned belly dancer wow. and uh, <laughs> this is some these things i keep doing it somehow and i also like to edit uh, i create some short films uh, whenever i find time i shoot videos and edit them and, and i like to do something which is relatable for me in terms of when i'm doing video editing or making some short films it sometimes it are it is uh, motivational videos or maybe something which is going in your life about time or maybe friends so these this is something i i feel it as stress relieving things for me i really like to yeah. shoot fil- short films and edit them on my own and i really like spending i don't know if it is a hobby but maybe something which <laughs> relieves a lot of stress in me i really like to spend time mm-hmm. with my friends it is like a stress buster for me and also which takes me out of my reality maybe sometimes mm-hmm. you are living in multiple realities but one reality <laughs> exactly. is my career stress how my life is going so sometimes mm-hmm. it takes you out of reality so i believe i frame it as my like stress poster and stress relieving yeah i will link everything in the description for my audience <laughs> i hope so maybe i'm not that interesting but if you like thank you guys that's very kind yeah. of you <laughs> yeah okay so uh, one more important question i want to know like you but i uh, you went for teaching as a career yeah uh, so are uh, did you had any conflict with your parents that why you are not going for conventional path like do a graduation then get a job in big four <laughs> i believe my parents have been very accommodating for me when it comes to my profession and career uh when like they never asked me to pursue uh, any particular thing like they used to expi- uh, express right now also they express their desires what they want me to do sometimes mm-hmm. they would say you should get a common job or maybe you should become a doctor <laughs> you should become an engineer but they knew that this is something i don't want to do so they mm-hmm. like they acknowledge their ideas and aspirations but they also acknowledge mm-hmm. me and my path because they have this sense of trust with me and they are like they always say that we trust you whatever you are doing you are doing good for you we hope mm-hmm. that you are going in good uh, direction they just say this that we are praying that you go good it's just sometimes they just keep adding on this uh, desire like there was a time frame in my life after completing graduation they were looking forward for me to get into teach being teacher get a job get into school and i'll start mm-hmm. working uh, they knew that i would pursue uh, masters but they thought maybe she's not interested because i was i've been very motivated to teach so they didn't mm-hmm. expect me and they also want uh, like when i said that no i want to study education more further in my life so mm-hmm. that came as a surprise for them but uh, they started recommending me their suggestion that maybe you should prepare for upsc or maybe step for any any government exam you can do this you can do that but i said i don't align with upsc really yeah. there is a lot of power there and there's a lot of change competition also yes like road competition <laughs> there's a lot of competition that's true i believe UPSC is one sector which is ever green for competition there are always people who are competing who are working really hard which is like kudos to them for giving that sort of time energy 
but I I didn't really resonate with the idea of UPSC. I thought rather I I want to remain at education, and I want to explore this area more. So in those terms, sometimes uh like I've uh, we had conflict, not really, but because at the end of the day, even after n number of discussions, we would just land on this idea that okay, we are aware that whatever you would you are doing or you would do, it would be good for you. And they just said that okay, we are praying good for you. So that is really like positive for my parents to always keep supporting to me. Even now they say that if you want to study further, you mm-hmm. can study if you want to. I'm like, you don't want me to start working. Do you? You don't want me to become independent or what? But I think that is also their love or maybe some sort of faith in me that they want or they see that I might grow. I don't know, but yeah. and um i have one suggestion for you <laughs> like you keep studying uh, do phd and become a lecturer <laughs> in in our college only gaigi <laughs> like yeah. that would be like like dream coming true really thank you so much that's very kind of you to say that you see like some professor in me very yeah. kind of you to say that but let's see how how the you know future what is there in the future how it unfolds because things are very unpredictable like sometimes i get this career crisis and i know that a lot of people get this career crisis that what's next because mm-hmm. we have this particular emotion uh, or maybe this particular idea instilled in us that sometimes when we la- land into some position which we have al- always wanted to start thinking about and plan start planning for the next move what's next what's next like for me i am this person who's always looking for my next move i keep planning but i think this is something a very it, it should be limited you should keep planning for the things you want next in your life or maybe your next move but mm-hmm. you also need to be content in that moment so there was this reflection i realized lately that when mm-hmm. i got into masters before entering into masters i always wanted to get into masters and i was like praying and working super hard for it but when i landed up in masters after a while i started looking for more options as in terms where i can intern more where i can work with more people how can i connect more to new people how i can actually because i am this person who who actually try to if i am pursuing something theoretically mm-hmm. i would pursue it practically also because that helps me to like know how the reality in terms of practicality is going on and how theory yeah. is working i want and this is yeah. this is how learning happens yeah true it's like for me then it becomes that okay there is some connect with whatever i'm learning in my chapters in my classes is there any connect in the reality world because real world is a lot different than whatever you learn in college it's not like dono ka it's not like that you don't do, both the things don't have any matter sense there is a connect but you have to figure out so uh, i started working for different organizations and internships and then i realized that okay akansha take a pause you need to take a pause you wanted to get a masters first focus on it rather than looking for more options what you can do more take one option what you can do more maybe try exploring but give time to your masters also because this is what you always wanted so i keep remi- like keep myself reminding this idea that akansha okay uh, maybe next move next plan is important to design and think of but you also need to be 
there in the moment in the present that what is going on right now in your life i believe yeah. that is also very uh, would be helpful for the audience as well to remember that please stay in the moment and realize what you are having in the present next move is necessary but please keep uh, having that particular experience and reliving like re- like living it that particular experience so that you can relive it when you go it in future and i think you don't have to blame yourself for this as we humans <laughs> crave we crave for more desires as we level yeah. up in our life so it's true, okay true. if you feel the same <laughs> Yeah, true. I believe now, like all of those, this generation has been tuned like this, that we keep planning for next move. Okay, now we are done with graduation. We got into graduation. What's next? What's another year? But I feel that let's come out of this human assumption or human behavior. Let's not limit yeah. ourselves to the box. If all the humans are doing it, you should not do it. You have to live like a like an individual and not a human because humans are sometimes a little problematic species, which comes with a lot of positives and negatives. An individual, I feel like this is my idea. An individual yeah. is all positive and not negative. So I try to be and like with a lot of introspection, reflections. Sometimes I talk to people and talking off actually, you know. Help you to clear your thoughts also. So I keep talking to people, which actually lands me into a thought and idea that okay, this is what I have not, I should not do. Just like you, like now we are talking right now. I re- I realize that I should not blame myself. This is yeah. how talking helps also. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, great insights. Um, so what will be your uh, two to three piece of advices to a twenty year old? just like me studying in a college uh first advice would be that find your interest if something which is of your interest you'll never you'll never be like you'll not be procrastinating you'll not be uninterested about it you'll never feel mm-hmm. bored about it because if you're interested about something you'll always run an extra mile because this is something which assume uh, amuses you which mm-hmm. actually brings some positive feelings and emotions to you so find something which is interesting mm-hmm. second is when you find something interesting you should have a vision about it what what idea do you have it what how you are going about your interest how you pursue it what is your what is your vision about your role towards your interest how you can actually align your actions third would be a plan after you set up your uh, vision then have a plan and a productive plan start working towards it uh, having a plan and action like works interchangeability you have to work you can't have you can't just have a plan and sit like okay now i have planned i i don't have anything to do it <laughs> you have to like give some energy to it so that it ex- executes uh in the energy or the way you visioned it in the second step yeah. so just giving an example since we have talked since we've been talking about teaching a lot times mm-hmm. so maybe if somebody finds teaching as a matter of interest for them they need to find a vision that what sort of teacher they want to become when they become a teacher then they have mm-hmm. to set a plan set a uh, set a, set an action that how do they want to lead to that vision of the teacher maybe mm-hmm. if the te- if maybe there might be an individual who wants to be a very progressive teacher 
so who is a progressive teacher you have to start making a plan and act according to it maybe there might be an individual who would say that okay there are people i've met this those people who have said that i want to become a teacher because it is good paying jobs so <laughs> okay you need to align your visions but i would say these this two aspiring teachers to the student teacher please don't uh, money is also a factor to actually join any profession but Mm-hmm. don't take teaching only because if you are coming for money because uh, india is a very <laughs> is a little like they don't pay a lot to their teachers it is another yeah. problem i believe uh, which is there in india there are a lot of good teachers but they are very low paid like underpaid teachers who are working tirelessly 12 hours 13 hours 18 hours even uh, in the school after school but they are paid very less so like that would be the last reason you should join teaching because here yeah. you are entering you are here to bring change you are here to bring positive change in life you can and it's not about you bringing change you'll also if you are if you are going with an intent to bring change you will also mm-hmm. experience change in yourself your you as a person so that would be my two cents of advice for people yeah thanks for such amazing advices and you know what happens is um, when you told about plan that having a plan sometimes life has some other plans for us yeah. true so that i think is... we can't change our circumstances or whatever uh, other than uh, in our surrounding whatever happens yeah, but true. we can be sure about our actions and whatever we want to do mm I, it's like uh, now I'll repeat this. Uh, <laughs> Om Shanti Om Charuk Sailor. इसी चीज पे शिद्दत से चाहो. Yeah. I'm not. आज इस कोई नहीं तो बस सिमिलरने. Ah, क्योंकि ah uh, uncertainty is gonna there in every yeah, field. Yeah, true, true. I agree with you that of course there might be things. Maybe the future has another plans for you. Maybe there is something else which is waiting for you. Yeah. And you might like there might be a gap or difference between your aspirations and what. uh universe is planning for you there might be aspirations but that time also you need to remember this idea that okay there would be something which would good happen uh i have a friend she says this particular line uh mm-hmm. which is a hindi line which says man ka ho to acha na ho to aur acha so we used to keep remembering this now i actually promote this line that okay man ka ho to acha na ho to aur acha so i believe uh just you need to i know being st- like me coming here and saying stay positive you will get things i know i can say these things uh, but it might people if who's whoever is struggling or maybe is not getting what they have planned of they might find it very rubbish of me to say that okay please we have heard these quotes right. but i i but i have experienced all of this not all of this but some of this because of which now i am i feel that there is some credibility to these statements that's why i'm now passing it on to the people who are hearing it to you so that they can also remember this line that there was some random girl who came on to a random <laughs> podcast who was saying these things so just keep remembering this that there would be a day that you would see whatever you wanted mm. because i believe that uh, like you'll you'll have something in your life that you always want it's not like that you'll never get anything or you always get something opposite you always planned of but there would be something in your life maybe one thing not even but one 
half thing you always wanted in your life and you'll get it it's just like try to remain positive in these times i yeah. i like i reflect on these particular tangents for me as an individual that i have to remain positive and i believe there are a lot of people around me who, who actually uh try that i remain positive who help me a lot i have a lot, like i have some friends from college like even from my uh, gargi college and this university now i'm in some of the people i met at my non profit organization there are few people mm-hmm. i want to name them shruti sheetal uh, harveen mitisha pranjali like there are some of the people who have always helped me to grow so and remain positive and remain into my senses so yeah yeah and you know it's very important to keep those selective people around you who really inspires you yes absolutely i yeah, i mean your community like helps you a lot in a lot of ways and not just help it changes you like it's like your community decides what kind of person you are somehow because you, right. you get a lot of influence from your community it can be positive it can be negative but it is them to decide what is positive and negative yeah thank you so much agansha <laughs> for such you. lovely insights and i really enjoyed this conversation me too me too i